Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Black Millennial Revolution. My name is Kiana Michelle, also known as Key, and you're tuned in to another episode of the Black Millennial Revolution. What's going on, everyone? Very excited to be back here with you all. Hope everyone is having a great day and a growth-filled week. Today, we're going to be getting into a bit of a story time. This is actually a story I have been wanting to share on a podcast for some time now. And I said to myself, if I ever start a podcast, whether it's with someone else or whether it's my own, I'm going to share this story because this is a story that needs to be shared. I've been trying, yo, like this happened last year in March. And it's the story of when I saw Angela Davis speak in person for the first time. And what's so cool about it is the fact that I actually found out about the event when I went thrifting one day at the local Goodwill. And I went in there and there was this woman that um, was checking me out and she had this Angela Davis pin on her chest. And I said to her, oh, wow, I really like your pin. And she said, oh, thanks. I actually got it from down the street. And she said, you know what? She's actually going to be here in a few weeks at Bunker Hill Community College. And I said, really? And she's like, yeah, she's going to be there for free. You should check it out. And I said, say no more. I looked it up online, saw the tickets, and I got two tickets for a friend and I. And I told my job I couldn't make it. I forget what excuse I said, but I knew I was skipping work to go see Angela Davis. That was just what was happening. So the day finally arrives and my friend come, my friend and I go and we go to see Angela and we're sitting in the front row. And she comes on stage and everybody is just immediately captivated by her intelligence, immediately captivated by her presence. I'm talking about this strong presence, subtle, but strong. You know what I'm saying? A woman that has gone through many ups and downs, but still stands mighty. Angela Davis just mesmerized the entire audience Um, because here we were standing in front of a revolutionary a real life revolutionary and till this day she is still fighting for the things that she believes in and that's what I found not only remarkable but absolutely inspiring and so after her speech when they announced that they were going to allow everybody to go and take pictures with her and get book signings. I was like, oh no, (laughs) what? Say no more. I'm waiting in that line. I don't even care. The line was around the corner and all. I said, I'm still waiting in this line. I don't know when I'm going to ever get this opportunity again. I am definitely going to take my picture with Angela Davis. So I'm standing in the line with my friend and these librarians are behind us and they're like, oh, would you all mind taking a few books so that she can sign them for us? We just have too many in our hands and we see that you guys don't have anything. We're like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Because we also kind of felt pretty bad because we didn't have any money to pay for any books. Um, you know, we just came to, to come to the event. So it was like, dang, like if I known there was things like, you know, she was going to have books here, you know, I would have brought money to support and stuff like that. So I was kind of glad that they gave us you know, some books to go up with because I didn't want Angela to be like, oh, really, y'all? Y'all just coming up and, you know, you know, y'all ain't got nothing? Even though I doubt, come on, I doubt she would ever say anything like that. Um, So we get finally up to the front and my friend's before me and I'm taking his picture. And the reason why I stated that I was the one that was taking his picture is because the school had actually two people that were designated to take pictures for everybody that was coming up to take pictures with Angela. They would take everybody's phones 
and they would just take the pictures for the people that were taking pictures with Angela. Um, but my friend decided to give me um, his phone. And I think he did that for several reasons, knowing that, you know, I'm a pretty good photographer on the iPhone. You know, I ain't a professional professional, but on the iPhone, I could take some nice pictures. And so he gave it to me knowing that he would get good pictures. And that's exactly what he got indeed. So here's my turn. I'm so excited. I just give my phone to one of the girls that's standing in the front that's designated to take the photos because I'm thinking, oh, my photos are going to come out nice. Y'all have been designated, you know, to take these pictures. Y'all have been here for some time. Here, here's my phone. And my friend had already walked away so excited and looking at his phone and looking at his pictures and squirreling and squirreling and smiling with glee. He wasn't even attentive to take my pictures. So here I am now. I'm like looking at Angela. I'm like, oh, hi, Angela. I'm trying to kind of talk to her and get my words up. But at the same time, I'm a little nervous. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, dang, I'm a little nervous. And, you know, she's also a little bit impatient at this point because she's been taking pictures with a whole bunch of people before me. So she's like, all right, come on now. Let's take the picture. Kind of ushering me to come on now. And I'm like, all right, let me let me turn my behind over. <laughs> you know what I mean? And take this picture. So I turn around and we start smiling and we take the pictures. And I think I said, thank you so much, Angela. And she said, no, thank you. And so. I get my phone now and I'm excited as ever. I'm ready to look at my pictures. Like, all right, I'm ready to look at this shit. I'm like, oh, here we go. I'm looking, I'm looking. I'm like, wait, what? Squirrel. Huh? Squirrel. Nah. Squirrel. Why are all my pictures blurry? Why are all my pictures dark? You can't even see Angela or I. Like, why? What is going on? It's to the point I couldn't even help. But vocalize it out loud. I'm talking about, I'm like, what is going on? Like, I'm like, my pictures are blurry. <laughs> Everybody's looking at me like, uh, <laughs> you know, let's act like, you know, we're, we don't hear her because they, they got it. Like, who would want to wait in line and get blurry pictures? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, my pictures are blurry. I'm like, all right. And then I see a professional photographer walk by in the midst of me saying this. I'm like, why weren't you here to take the pictures? He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I was I was somewhere else. You know, I forget what he said he was, but he was just not there. You know what I'm saying? He just wasn't there. And I'm like, man, if only, you know, he was there. I would have had a better picture with Angela. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. At that point, I was over it. You know what I'm saying? I told my friend, I'm going outside. I'm going to wait outside and wait for you. Because he wanted to just look around and stuff like that. He also had to go to the bathroom. So at this point, I'm outside now and I'm sitting on the bench by myself. And so as I'm sitting on the bench by myself, I'm just there thinking to myself, like, dang, out of all the pictures I got with Angela, these are the pictures I got. Like, you know, I couldn't let it go. I really just could not let it go. So here I am sitting there just chilling, you know, well, not really chilling, but you know what I'm saying. Y'all. I'm just sitting there by myself. And all of a sudden, a state trooper comes out of the building and starts walking past me. And as he's walking, once he gets in front of me, my head is down at this point because I'm just thinking to myself, like, you know, dang, my pictures, you know. But I had looked up slightly just to see who was coming at me. And I was like, oh, just a state trooper. Let me put my head back down and continue thinking. So my head is down at this point. And all of a sudden, I hear a cha once he stops right in front of me. And I look over and I see that there's a paper on the ground. And I'm like, what is that on the ground? 
Like, what did, what did he drop on the ground? And I'm like, mind you, I'm like, he's littering? What are you doing littering? So I get up at this point, and I'm, it's because I'm too curious. You know, I'm just, I'm just a very curious person. I get up at this point to go see, what did he drop on the ground? So I get up now, and I go and look over, and I'm like, wait, what? I pick it up, and this dude crumpled up the event pamphlet and threw it. On the ground. I'm talking about the event pamphlet of the Angela Davis speech that I attended. He crumpled it up and he threw it on the ground. At this point, he's in his car. He's looking at me as I look up now because I'm looking at him as I have the paper in my hand. He's looking at me. I'm looking at him. He's looking at me. I'm looking at him. Like, it's some serious, like, I wore shit going on right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not looking away. He's not looking away. Because in my head, I'm like, what was that for? What was that all about? What was what was that symbolizing? I'm, that's how I think. What was that all about? Because you meant to do that and throw that in front of me. You did. What was that all about? So at this point, I'm standing up still. And he reverses. He's still looking at me as he reverses. And then he dashes off. And he's out. And I'm thinking to myself, what kind of whack-ass coward shit was that? So clearly you have an issue with Angela Davis. And you felt the need to make a statement before you left. I was like, what is going on right now? At this point now, my friend comes outside and he's outside with a few other people we had met inside. And we're just chatting, chatting, chatting. But as we're chatting, I couldn't stop thinking about what had just transpired. I'm like, what the f- was that? I'm like, nah, I got I to gotta let them know what just happened. So I had to let them know exactly what I just witnessed. I tell them the story, boom, boom, boom. Once I finish telling them the story, they're like, wait, What? <laughs> So clearly he felt threatened. Clearly he had an issue. I'm like, exactly. It wasn't just me that felt that way, right? What? I'm like, what, what was that? All of a sudden now, Angela's being escorted out of the community college. And I'm looking at Angela walking out. And, and for some reason, y'all, for some reason, I said to myself, nah, I got I to gotta let Angela know what just happened. I got I to gotta tell Angela. I got to tell Angela for some reason, yo, I was just like, no, I got to tell Angela what just happened. I don't know why. So everybody's chatting amongst themselves. Next thing you know, you hear me in the, in the midst of them. Angela, Angela, the state trooper dropped your pamphlet on the ground. Angela turned back and goes, what? I said, the state trooper dropped your pamphlet on the ground. She goes, okay, thank you. Proceeds to turn right back around and goes right on in the car. And it wasn't an okay, thank you, like in a rude way, almost like, okay, thank you. Like, honey, I'm not new to this. You think I didn't know they was going to feel some type of way with me coming up in here? 
You, 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 you think I'm not surprised by that? You're surprised. I'm not. I said, oh, shit. Don't get me wrong. I was glad I said something, although my friend was very embarrassed. Oh, Key, why did you have to do that? Key, come on. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> but you know, I'm like, it's not that big of a deal. I had to, I, for some reason, I just, I just had to say something. And I'm glad I did because her response taught me a lot. Her response alone was just like, listen, I'm 70 something years old. I'm not new to this. You in your 20s. Your eyes are still opening up more and more and more. Although you think you're conscious and you think you might know it all, you don't know it all. That was an interesting moment for me. An interesting, interesting moment for me. And what it also symbolizes how powerful black women are. And how mighty we are. And my brothers, you know y'all are mighty. You know y'all are powerful. You know y'all are powerful and mighty. And if no one told y'all, I'm going to tell y'all. But sisters, we are something else. We are something else. For Angela to have that much effect on that man, what? We are something else now. So I want to share with you all that story. Because, you know, storytelling, it really does change lives. I know after this story, you all are going to think about it and be like, wow, like, <laughs> that really happened? Like, what? Maybe it will remind you of something that you've experienced, right? Storytelling connects us. It makes us feel like we're one. And that's what this platform is all about. So thanks for tuning in, you all, to the Black Millennial Revolution. And I can't wait to be back with you all soon. Bye now.